Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm here with Professor Phil Cowan from Oxford University. He's MRC clinical scientist, and he has just finished a fantastic presentation here at the conference at Oxlake 50. Um, yeah, hi, Phil. How are you doing? Oh, fine, thanks. Really enjoyed the talk. Yeah, it was great, and nice to see your talk alongside Guy Goodwins and yes. Emily Holmes, who gave some fantastic presentations mm. as well. There was so much content in your talk, which kind of spanned your career. <laughs> yes. um, and some very lovely photographs as well. Yes. Um, I was really interested in what you said about antidepressants and what we know about antidepressants and how they work. Can you just give us a kind of accessible version of that for people listening to the podcast? I'll, I'll try to because it's something that had to be explained to me, of course. Um, I think it relies on the work by my colleague Catherine Harmer, who um, is a psychologist. And she has, has developed a psychological explanation for the way that and, and antidepressants work. So um, it looks as though the antidepressants that, that we use currently, such as the SSRIs, don't work directly on mood, but they influence the way people process emotional information about themselves and about the world. Now, bearing that in mind, thinking of what you're doing now, thinking about new drug discovery, new treatment development. You had kind of four areas that you were really focusing on. Um, could you give us a, an overview of that? Um, perhaps if I start with um, Catherine's work, because the implication is if drugs work on the processing of emotional data, we need to pay great attention to the social environment of the patient um, and the kind of psychological treatment which is going along with the antidepressants because it implies the antidepressants will work well if there's a supportive environment that patients can interact with. So it's important to try to achieve that as far as possible. Um, and some so, of the new drug developments you were talking about were really interesting. Yes, um, I, I think there, there are a number of areas. It generally comes under the heading of drug repurposing, which is using what we've got as, as well as we can. and. Um, one can identify a number of themes. Uh, the first would be drugs that we know to produce quite profound effects on mood and consciousness being repurposed for use with patients who have rather, rather, rather refractory depressive conditions. And under that heading would be psilocybin, which Guy Goodwin talked about, and um, ketamine, uh, which in fact has just been licensed by the FDA for use in patients with treatment-resistant depression. Um, I, think, I think another approach would be trying to understand more about the underlying pathophysiology of depression and as an example one could look at the role of inflammation which seems to be an important factor in about 25% of patients with depression. Here more specific anti-inflammatory drugs might be very helpful. I'm really struck by the, the fact that pharmacological development here in Oxford seems to be a really multidisciplinary undertaking and actually that you're not working in isolation um, and, and you know the fact that you cite Kath Harmer and her work is really key to that. But what, 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 is that typical internationally now do you think or is Oxford unusual in doing that? Um, I think that um, the Department of Oxford has seen the problem with drug discovery that particularly for mood disorders it's not moved ahead as quickly as we'd like and that um, uh, much of industry seems to have withdrawn from it. So in an attempt to try to improve treatment 
I think there's been the understanding that we need to integrate particularly psychological mechanisms with the pharmacological mechanisms. I think that gives us a deeper understanding and a good chance of making more progress. So are you optimistic? Are you excited about future progress in terms of medication for depression? I am actually because I think there are so many strands um, of, of, of work that will give us clues and there are, there are actually many drugs available, some not being used now, but mostly we'd be able to cover the pharmacological targets that we're interested in with drugs that have already been, already been discovered.